0: vaccine or
1: mra will ever flow through my fucking blood blood never i will
0: fucking die fucking fighting for my father's and my fucking lineage fuck these motherfuckers folks a another day another stream and uh we're gonna have a slightly different one today and i was i was planning a kind of ukraine type stream but uh armchair warlord is as we say uh, <laughs> tied up actually till uh later on in the year so um he did say that someone from his discord was uh looking to talk to me i've spoken to him before and he's um, he 's got questions I guess everyone everyone has questions, and so what i 'm gonna do is just uh do what i 've always done, which is try to speak to the public uh, when, they, when they want some help and uh may maybe try and guide them through some of the uh some of the technicalities that we 're dealing with all right right now and uh with oh yes, there was one more thing that I was gonna say now. The all these fancy graphics and funny stingers and shit on, on the stream. Je suis fromage. Um, help! What well, he made? I of them. And um, je suis fromage needs some help now. I've already said that he can. Um, I, I'm gonna help him with the the problem that he has and the problem that he has. It's it's such a small 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 issue but um if you've if you enjoy this stuff okay um think think about uh sending a donation today anything i get today will go to uh just fromage and uh, he needs he needs a gopro basically his has died and um yeah we should just uh, like i say we we look after our own here and um we we should help just from fromage and like i say if you enjoy the uh <laughs> the goofy graphics and the sounds and all, all that kind of stuff uh please uh send uh send a shackle to him because he's he literally is a he's a man on the edge of civilization literally connected to it by one one uh power cable <laughs> I mean, like a home extension, no, like a garden extension power cord. So, um, you <laughs> know, says, I also have questions. Why don't you let me get to bed? Uh, well, you know, <laughs> just, just one of those things, bro. What can I say? What can I say? Uh, right. So oh, my levels seem to be jacked up a little bit. I hope that's a bit better. All right. Uh, let's see. It's still warping. Why have I nudged it? Kids been playing on the desk. All right. But without further ado, let me... Just do this and do this and we'll bring Chaz into the stream and I've lost my where's Zoom gone? Yeah. Oh <laughs> right over there. Okay, let's bring this up. Hope the soundboard is behaving. And well maybe Chaz isn't using a camera, so maybe I maybe I can just stick on this screen and then uh, at least the the screen is somewhat more interesting uh for people um so let's let's go there are you listening chaz can you unmute hello kevin hey glad dude to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you are here uh anyone that uh steps into the uh, bunker is uh, uh and is a friend of mine Chair Warlord. Oh, it's a friend of mine so <laughs> so i don't know like I say i don't but i know you wanted to do this a few months ago and it just sort of dropped off the radar and maybe questions you had have been answered and um but yeah just uh, fire away bro and i'll see what i can do
2: <laughs> yeah we'll see what we can do here and i do appreciate aw uh he's a good friend of mine and uh like I said you and i were going to talk earlier and my wife had some had some health issues and just things happened oh, no. some of this may have already been hashed over and talked over and kicking a dead horse but it's just some things from my perspective uh being a chemist and mm. just things as as actually having worked in lab situations that kind of pricked my interest that i think you have insight on
0: okay um what what type of chemist were you
2: i actually worked in um medicine labs where we uh okay. I did I worked where in one of them I worked where we made armor thyroid before they came out with a synthetic thyroid
0: okay and um
2: and i've done and I've done some petrochemical uh as well
0: so the the thyroid is that like a recombinant process where they're taking a they've got an expression system and using um like cell culture to make it or Yes, yes. Okay. We were
2: using pig's blood.
0: Using pig's blood. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now now they synthesize it. It's synthesized.
0: Okay. Maybe showing your age a bit there, bro.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. I, I sorry for the no camera. I would have loved to have had a camera, but you'd know that I have a face for radio.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I, I would uh <laughs> said the same about myself, but uh, I don't know, so some people just uh, just enjoy uh not only listening but seeing uh seeing my goofy face every day oh. so um <laughs>
2: oh by the way the graphics on the beginning of your show has always been awesome i love those things
0: yeah it's uh it, it's funny right and it just like uh there's a how do you say there's a schism in people that sort of watch me they're like please have a set time where we can listen to you and uh, others who who don't like you don't mind the sort of intro and the what have you. And as as I don't have a schedule, you have that to, to get the alerts out, et cetera, and give time for sort of people to filter in. The, um, the 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 graphics and stuff are great. Just give me one second. My kids' PC is just it needs a fan replacement, and it's bugging me. And I thought I just told it to power down. It didn't didn't work. One second um okay so well i guess i have a question for you maybe first if you don't mind um tell me get stuffed if you you want but could uh, your wife's health issues do you think that was in any way related to sars exposure be it viral or um the vaccines that were forced uh
2: no, no, neither one of us are vaccinated Okay. and hers is a degenerative vascular disease. It's a, it's a hereditary.
0: Okay. That's rough. Yeah. Um, so,
2: but we're getting it sorted out and she's doing well.
0: Okay. That's uh, that's good to but, hear. But
2: good, good question. That, that's, I've tried to ask people that and you don't get a, sometimes don't get a straight answer because I like to understand, Hey, has it hurt you? Have you had some issues? You know, what's going on? As a, uh, as a scientific background I like to kind of dig into that
0: well the the interesting well I, I would ask this when did the symptoms start because something that's impacting the uh, vascular system m- my suspicion immediately goes to SARS right. and uh, w- were they there before?
2: Oh yes 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 okay, yeah. but, uh, yeah, her, her dad had it real bad and her, and her grandfather had it as well Okay. It was, it's a hereditary thing But uh, on that same issue, that's Mm -hmm. the reason why I've been wanting to ask you some questions. Mm -hmm. As soon as, and some of your listeners may have already asked you and you may have already answered this, but one of my big questions was when as soon as I heard that people were losing their taste, Mm -hmm. was this messing with the receptors in the tongue or was it in the brain?
3: It's a
0: there's a number of theories hypotheses as to why um it it's causing this specific phenomenon and so typically in a regular cold or flu uh, the reason people lose taste is that um taste actually requires olfaction right? right so you you have um you have some very coarse taste receptors on the tongue like uh sweet, bitter, um acidic, that type of thing. Um but the subtleties of taste come from the um the odour of, of food. And when the nose gets blocked or the inflammation is there in the nose and you know you're running mucus out, um that that's enough to uh dull the sense of taste. Um in SARS in particular we that the evidence seems to point more towards sort of neurological um invasive properties um at the olfactory epithelium and the The issue is is that the olfactory bulb, which is where an initial processing of smell occurs and then it's sent to olfactory cortices in the brain um The the distance between the olfactory bulb and the epithelium of the nasal uh, of the mucosa of your nose is very short, and there's a thin, thin uh, cranial bone separating the two, and there's a potential that it can what the technical term is uh, retrograde transport along axon fibers. And the you know some people seem to get it, some some don't, and this is this is the problem in medicine and all these sort of biological issues is that we're so complex and so different from person to person that it, you, you can get a lot of variation in symptoms, and a lot depends on just the you know your general genes that you have their interaction over a lifetime with the environment and it's it's a highly complex multifactorial problem and um but the short answer to your question is yes it does um impact neuronal architecture in the um at the beginning of the sp- olfactory process, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah. And, and that's kind of the direction I wanted to go because I was thinking that myself, you, I have people that I know that I've actually talked to that all the symptoms are gone. There's no nasal, there's no wheezing, there's no uh, respiratory issues at this point, and they still can't taste.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: So I'm, I was of the, I was of the Uh, side of going this seems neurological and Mm. that's different as you said i liked how you stated that because you the colds the colds that you have and even the flus they generally cause mucus to get down and they coat your different you know your receptors of your tongue and your nasal you can't smell so your Mm. taste is different this is like something is different
0: with this Mm -hmm. and i i know there's a, a bunch of well their, their clinical reports, but also people have sort of contacted me because I was one of the few, particularly at the beginning, who was trying to warn people about it's not a pneumonia per se. It's it's a more complex type disease, and um, they so it's like normal odors from foods, for example, would smell terrible. For them you know think i don't know I could, i could think of uh, right, a yeah. couple of rancid examples but you know even I, think, i've had
2: one guy tell me it smelled like rotten meat
0: yes i've heard this quite a few times um and the yeah the the, the question is at, at what level within the network has has the damage um taken place and That is a ongoing area of research right now. And, you know, the, as, as much as we would like sort of answers now, the sad fact is that often well done science takes, takes time
2: that it does um, <laughs> that it does been a part of a few it sometimes can take a long
0: time oh god yes longer so than you want <laughs> oh yeah yeah. I, I know and that pain bro <laughs> <laughs>
2: and frustrating too yes. at times <laughs> yes
0: very much um, just reminds it <laughs>
2: and, and, and I'm wondering if you know with, with the research that they're doing and I hope some people are really doing some good research is um, is it a scrambling of the receptors in the brain the neurons in the brain or is it somewhere in between there
0: i i was it... in the scheme of things usually with biology you probably want to say one or some combination of all of the above can lead yes. lead to that effect and I agree the um, you know the question that i get asked often is well how do i fix it and um i'm i'm not really sure well, if only we knew yeah I'm, I, you know there's so many there's there's so many approaches and you know what works for one person may not work for another and so i i always say the you, you should be open you're your best um diagnostic tool in a way because you, you have a you have the best understanding of baseline and where you were previously to you know, where you, where you are now and you're the one who's who can monitor those changes and you know a lot of a lot of people there's a there's an organization called flcc I never remember if it's two or three I think it's three Cs um and they they have a bunch of protocols that freely available online that you can try and work your way through them. Um, the, I mean, I, I you obviously know people who have been suffering in this fashion, right?
2: Oh yes, oh yeah. Mm. I, have, I have a friend. Interesting. I have a good friend, a very good friend, who has come to me and asked me because he knows I've done chemistry and they've worked in a few things. And I'm like, man, it's kind of beyond me. Mm. He literally loves. This is funny, but he literally loves Cheetos. Okay. Yeah, eat them. He said they taste terrible to him now, and th- and he hasn't. He's been he's been past COVID for almost eighteen months now.
0: Interesting. Mm. And he well, still has no taste. As I was gonna say, it might be a blessing in disguise, for bro. <laughs> 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 Shouldn't be I eating agree. Cheetos. But,
2: but I have another question along this line. Sure. Okay, we talk about the taste, and we talk mm. about people losing their this part of their senses mm. have you run into or know of this SARS as covid affecting other parts of the brain that you don't notice so much
0: yes yeah, so this is something that i've been talking about for a long time and that i would say in the last six months the data is really beginning to pile into or fill the bucket of exactly where i didn't want to see the data going and this is the finding that uh, the midbrain right so there's a area there called the substantia nigra pars compactor which contains uh, your dopamine neurons and the once you begin to lose those, it has knock-on effects across multiple um, networks in the brain, and they. Um, well, the the end result usually of dopamine loss is Parkinson's, but Parkinson's is a. It's an old diagnostic label that we would put to a, a collection of neurological symptoms, and we we know that there are. Variations in how Parkinson's presents, and the um, the simple fact is is that if if the data is true, and you should always be sceptical of any publication, any (laughs) yes, (laughs) (laughs) but you know when hit after hit after hit starts landing in the same zone, then you're you know it's incumbent upon you to pay attention to those particular data points and you know funnily enough one of the first symptoms that you have when you know you're not feeling right and you go to the doctor um, one of the first diagnostic criteria for Parkinson's is loss of smell and again you know the the reasons for this could be multi combinational combinatory, but the, um, yeah, at at the at the heart of the, what we canonically define as Parkinson's is loss of dopamine, and right, um, you know it's, so your friend who's struggling for eighteen months, um, he's he's gonna have to just simply. Accept the fact that there's been some neurological damage. Uh, could I could ask how old he is.
2: Uh, he's what?
0: Roughly, it doesn't matter. 60, Sixty-one.
2: That's 60, right. Sixty-one. Go.
0: Okay, so that's in the window where you should start being concerned, especially right. about um, you know the neurodegenerative pathway. And right. in this in this instance, it, it's it's a case of you know you have to. You, everyone's got to check out at some point right and meaning right, right you're gonna yeah. if, you're not meant to live forever otherwise we wouldn't have kids right. Right. and the the simple the simple fact is is that you know you're once near once the brain is showing these over pathologies right that you can clinically tick off your checklist Um. there's a the clock is ticking Right. But but it doesn't mean that you just have to just accept your fate. Right. There's, you know, there are things that you can do which theoretically could slow the process down and, you know, improve, you know, squeeze out a few years extra of uh, quality life. And, you know, and it's simple things like, um, you know, eating well, exercise and look um i don't do all these things i am uh, I'm, I'm pro prodromally parkinson right you can brain i've got the brain scans and the TBI hit to uh um you know show me that's that's where i'm going and you know i don't do all the things that i i, I know in my own head which are um potential interventions and so
2: well they say plumbers always have leaky faucets yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I, I i look and i i just make the claim of well, state i'm not a clinical md right i'm a yeah. research neuroscientist research. yeah and um if you want a system breaking down you want to get into a monkey's head i am your man right but yeah. um the 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 simple fact is that keeping well and healthy you have to develop the relationship with a good primary care physician that's gonna help you find find solutions to to these problems yeah. and does he does he have any other sort of overt symptoms neuropsychiatric anything like that
2: no but i have something that sounds kind of conspiratorial maybe to me okay. he's been he's been vaxxed and double boosted so he's had three shots
0: ah, interesting
2: now what now this is my conspiracy part. I'm not gonna add to it other than that my chemist part of me says something's not right here. Mm-hmm. He has what I what I refer to, and this is just my my term, not scientific at all. Uh he has vaccine brain. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that I have known for a very long time, mm-hmm. and he could even up to COVID tell you serial numbers of He was, he's a Ford guy, Mustang. He knows he could tell you serial numbers off of blocks, what year they were made, all kinds of stuff pulled off his head. Mm. And he has trouble now that, and and it might be his age. He is 61. We're starting to get to this age. I am and I are both getting there, but this came on suddenly. Mm. Mm. And, and I, I kind of I don't tell him this I don't say this but I notice him stumbling sometimes trying to look for an answer when I like dude I know you know it mm. pull this right off the top of your head. Mm.
0: Interesting. Um. And how far into the boosting, well, vaccine exposure and boosting process did he get?
2: Well, he got the original shot and then two 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 boosters, so three.
0: Mm. total so the i mean he's a engines guy and a ford guy he's probably not a not a not that interested in neurology or neuroscience um
2: no 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 he's 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 your average walking joe down the street mm -hmm. hot rod guy
0: Mm -mm. so again i would um point to what we understand you know even before COVID there was a lot of work in my field and domain where we were looking at um chronic chronic inflammation I guess is sort of layman's way of putting it and how that impacts the central nervous system and it's very likely especially if the like I say the it would depend on the vaccine and how the how the spacing went, etc. The 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 time between exposure, but the um, the simple fact is is that we know that it's uh, in some people. It's not all. Um, I know plenty of people that have been um, had vaccine exposure, COVID exposure, combinations of the above, and seem fine. Okay, um, right, right. But same here same here in, in this instance he's one of the unlucky ones i won't say few in this case because there's there's so many who are just coming forward who who have had problems and and there there is work that was basically able and the thing is that that paper was behind a paywall and I just, I, I couldn't be asked to pay the whatever it was, $40 just to read um, something that oh, I, generally yeah. I know the the answer to, but their claim right. was that um, you can cluster viral long COVID in terms of symptom profiles differently to those who have vaccine induced quote-unquote long COVID and that there, there are subtleties in the um, symptom profile and it would I mean the, the best thing to do was sort of sit down with him and sort of make a a, a list of things that the two of you have noticed over the last few years and, um, and that would help you sort of Triangulate where the potential problem could be, and you know the the concerning thing is if if it's this one individual who's got the smell issues as well, then um, I would well my advice in this in, in this case would be you, you've got to find a good neurologist, not one that's just gonna to um, over medicate because that's often what happens. Right. That's what they like to do, yes. Mm-hmm. Um but the, uh, the contrary to that and this is something that I see a lot of um because people have well it's essentially what you can call it survivor bias, right? And they will they will say, well, you know, I got through or they think what they were doing in particular was the Um, reason that they um, they weren't impacted and in 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 this particular instance you need to you you need to find this combination of behavior so meaning physical activity but also importantly rest um, nutrition so no more Cheetos is a like yeah, so. right
2: right it is, <laughs> i've I've joked to him about that too and he won't eat cheetos now because they taste like crap to him
0: so. <laughs> right i mean i imagine if it's like chewing on a rotten uh deer carcass i, I would be yeah i would be reluctant. yeah don't sound pleasing does it <laughs> right. but, um yeah. well i just yeah, had a final one on there which is you got to find a combination of supplementation and medication that Right. finds the balance between um benefit versus um physical side effects and right you know the you know one one of the first things that you should think about when if there's like a chronic inflammatory state that that's been kicked off or started um you know, the, the go-to and this, and people who are, um, how should we say health nuts or aficionados who, 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 you know, they get a bit too preachy about what you shouldn't, shouldn't eat, right. etc. Yep. And, but there's, there's reasons right. that they point at things like fish oils and, right. um, you know, what's the big one right now? Vitamin D is a big topic of discussion. And, you know,
2: yeah. if, uh, if we can on that, have you noticed any research on the vitamin D?
0: Yes, it seems to be.
2: Because I, I was going to say, I have too. Mm-hmm. And that's because chemistry and, and that kind of stuff going along is something about vitamin D has really was really prominent.
0: Yes, yes. And the uh, oh, and so Carmadox in the chat could see it on um, low dose naltrexone. Now, I, I can't speak to low dose naltrexone because I've never tried it. And this is something that you would have to do, again, in combination with um, your healthcare professional, because it's um, essentially it's an opioid antagonist. But paradoxically, it's sort of low, low doses. It does help with these sort of nebulous symptoms that come from when the central nervous system is being stressed and... (sighs) So that's another. You,
2: one. you did make a point while well ago that I caught. You were <laughs> talking about the long COVID. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked into this, but is there a correlation? What seems to be a correlation between the shot boosters and getting long COVID or having long COVID, mm-hmm. or is there something that maybe the Vaccine is giving them the symptoms of long COVID. That's more adapted or more attributed to the vaccine.
0: Yeah, again, it's um, it'll depend on the. This is
2: kind of random, and everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Their physiology and everything. But I was just wondering if we're starting to get data points that's hitting close to the.
0: So again, if you look in the data, it's kind of mixed in the in the published literature, and generally the. Well, I've I've tended towards oh, I'm suspicious of um papers that especially at the beginning of the vaccine rollouts, they were saying, Oh, it will help with it will definitely help with long COVID. Right. And I saw that being pushed around across all the media, etc. Um um I don't I don't think that was the case. And in this like you say it, it it depending on the person and and their their you know unique makeup it will it will could have um long term long term impacts right mm-hmm. and the, the sad fact is is that what they what they did this time around with these shots was something that well i can't say we've never seen it before um, you know whenever there's a breakthrough technology um, you know there's always a sort of first instance but th- there's right. nothing close to what we've seen with respect to what were techniques that were I would argue very lab orientated so you know essentially when you're trying to mess with the genetics of uh, and the expression of peptides etc in a preparation or animal um, taking those technologies and mass utilizing them on the scale that we've seen over the last few years and you know there was there's a reason why um, gene therapy well I, I can't say this now but in, in the past, was so um, tightly regulated. Yeah. And
2: and there's a reason for that. Mm, mm,
0: yes. And they basically just tore up all those guidelines and, and you know, we could sit here for, for the next 12 oh. hours listening. <laughs> oh, gosh, yes. Why? And, well,
2: the, and now that we're talking about the vaccine, one of the things I would like to know because I'm more curious around this than anything Mm -hmm. what real uh, I don't know right now we don't have enough data it has it's only been just a couple of years like we've talked about earlier research does take a long time Mm. but are we seeing data points and data sets to where the vaccine is really showing some issues in the brain
0: well yes I would I would argue that's the case. And we're seeing multiple (sighs) epidemiological signals for a bunch of different types of, um, well, recordable illness and deaths. And in, if you were to rank order them, um, first is cardiovascular type events. Um, so people and like i said there's a, there's a whole slew of potential conditions that could account for why why that would be the case um that's followed by a large increase in um what's called malignant neoplasms cancer cancer mm-hmm. and the other big signal is dementia and there was a data from the Office of National Statistics, which is UK based. So, yeah, it's going to be generally well curated data. But in the UK, mm-hmm. dementia has now just become the leading cause of death. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah.
2: I uh, didn't know that. I haven't hadn't, I like, I try and keep up with stuff about That's an interesting, mm-hmm. that's pretty potent.
0: Yes, and we're seeing sustained excess death in the um in multiple countries, and the data from the u k which is the most recent data point that we have it's running twenty percent higher than the baseline that we would have normally predicted based on historical trends see um,
2: that's stuff that's just people need to kind of know that yes i mean really this this is something that i mean. In my in in a lab work, if I see one percent, my eyebrows raises, I see three percent, my eyes get wider. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see twenty percent, I'm running down the hall with paperwork to somebody's higher up than me.
0: Yes. Yep. And the simple fact is is that they've gone and opened I don't know, they just opened Pandora's box. They've uh, took a sledgehammer to it and... um...
2: Busted it wide open.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this... now Uh, Go on.
2: I've... Now, this is kind of... I'm I'm reaching here, but I've wondered if this... The way they've designed this vaccine... And honestly, I'm just going to go there. I don't like calling it a vaccine. When no. I worked in the medical field, a vaccine was built
0: different than this.
2: Yes. this is not how you build a vaccine.
0: Correct. And the, like, like I say, there were all these guardrails in place with respect to gene therapies. And you know the best the best way I can describe it to people is just in a in a laboratory setting any any technique, and it didn't matter whether you were using um, a viral vector, or something like lipid nanoparticles um you would if you made an intervention so in this case and in a primate lab it's it's a much bigger deal you have to treat that animal and its surroundings entirely different compared to how you would use, how you would treat uh, an animal that would be exposed to conventional pharmaceuticals etc just because there were just so many unknowns in in this in this domain and you know the simple fact is it came under um genetically modified organisms um and what we've well disturbingly seen is that um there's a um, there's a potential for the the spike protein it's or its genetic material um to trans translocate into the cell nucleus now it's still an open question as to what that means because depending on where it's um or how it's incorporated will depend on the impact that it has on that particular cell and the tissue organ that it's part of and you know, even, like I say, even what I would have considered minimal gene, gene-based gene experimentation, right, that was, that was well understood. Like I say, the disposal of that animal at the end of its experimental phase was completely different to how you would deal with say regular regular animal. And right. I wish um I wish we weren't in the situation that we're in right now. And you know, something that's come up in the last few weeks, which is just adds to the complexity of the picture when you know I'm spending a lot of time talking about this. But um what they've found in independent laboratories is the um Genetic signature, and of the plasmid. So plasmid is a sort of circular form of DNA that you would get into your expression system, you know, like a cell culture or a bacteria or whatever. Right. And that will okay. spit out the the genetic material that you're interested in and the um, peptide, the associated peptide, and what they've what they found, or that they had a metric at the beginning of this rollout, which seemed in line with the guidelines around gene therapy, that they had to limit um, how much of this plasmid would be in the of the whatever dose of medicine that you were giving to the individual and what what we're seeing is is that there's orders of magnitude higher concentration of these plasmids and that's kind of bad enough but there's a um a technique in molecular biology where in order to um like you could put a just a plain or natural plasmid let's let's use that term so you could put a natural plasmid into your expression system and your yield of product that you would be interested in would be minimal and so what they do is they take a um, piece of genetic code that comes from uh, a primate virus uh, it's called sv40 and they stick that sequence into the plasmid, along with other um, control mechanisms, usually a antibi- uh, sorry, antibiotic, um, and that's to help sort of remove b- the bacteria contamination that you don't want versus bacteria or, yeah, just thinking bacteria in this term, the bacteria that you do want to survive and keep replicating so that they can right. continue to make the product and the what they've gone and done is take this promoter and it's at these extraordinarily high levels, and we know that these plasmids will readily integrate into host genomes. and you know I, you're probably old enough maybe to remember the scandal around polio vaccines. And this, this was because of SV40 contamination and literally they've gone and, you know, you can, they'll probably try and if you were to find someone who would be on the other side of the dialectic would say, well, in that case, it was the whole virus. And, um, this is just a little, a little piece, but that's, um, that's not. True, <laughs> or, or right. The, right. The, the physiological implications are not so clear cut. I would say, and you know, this this sequence that's put in there is the reason it's there is that it attracts the re- uh, replication or translation machinery of the cell to start spitting out these particular peptides, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the, well, again, why, why are people seeing all this increase in cancer everywhere? Well, right. we, we know the spike protein is, can impact, um, it's called P53 gene and tumor suppressant. So I don't, I, if you're aware of this, like your bodies can, could potentially make cancer all the time, right? Right. But, yes. But your immune system essentially is patrolling and sees a uh, cell not behaving correctly and usually usually what's supposed to happen is a cell realizes that it's not functioning correctly and that kicks in a bunch of um basically self-destruct mechanisms and they get switched off in cancer that's the simplest way of thinking about it and the it would be bad enough that the increase in malignant neoplasms was a consequence of them just exposing people to the spike protein itself. But if they've gone and made a well, clusterfuck of the, <laughs> the preparation, right? And, oh, if, and they have, yeah, it seems to me. Yeah, it, it, it would appear nope. so. And. Yep.
2: Now, this is a little further down the line. Mm. Do you think possibly offspring from us now, our our group of people that's taking these, do you think we'll see autoimmune deficiencies or crazy out the lower, where their immune system attacks their own body and our next offspring and our next generation of people?
0: Potentially. Potentially.
2: I mean, uh, I'm not saying it's going to, but that's mm-hmm. kind of my logical direction is that we're having we're seeing it now in our own people yes like you say cancer and stuff well our next group after this we have a better chance of that happening on a broader scale just logically going down
0: yes and this this is the disturbing well black pill that everyone has to swallow right now which is the so just just the lipid nanoparticle based vaccines in this instance that let's just think about those not not the adenovirus ones right and the pharmacokinetics that have been done and you know one of the first indicators that broke to the public um was the propensity for this lipid nanoparticle to accumulate that over it mm-hmm. and that that should have just stopped everything in its tracks anyway but it didn't and now we don't know what the what the long-term consequences of that are
2: uh, yeah and we won't know for a long time because it is a long-term effect
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just
2: yeah i've i've even i've even theorized what little bit I know about genetics, but my chemistry background tells me that we might even lose years on our uh, expected life uh, life expectancy in mm. the next generations as the as the ends of just just uh, and, and you can tell me I may be wrong on this because I don't know enough about genetics. I've had genetics, but uh, you know that was not my, my not my cup of tea, but. Mm. The ends of your DNA that separate to split, we Mm. know that the more and more they split, that's part of the aging process. Those ends get a little more damaged each time they split. Mm. I've worried that this is going to cause them to damage faster in the next generations.
0: Yeah. So what you're talking about are telomeres, which are sort of capping. Yes, telomeres.
2: That's it. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name.
0: (laughs) And it's one theory of aging. Right, um,
2: right. It's not all the, y- but yeah.
0: it's just. And in. Look, any anything that get even gets close to um, potentially in, interfering in a bad way with these types of processes, which are the product of hundreds of millions of years of evolution, mm-hmm. um, has those are those are deep dark scary waters where there be monsters and yep. we would be well advised to be swimming as fast as possible back to shore uh, mm-hmm. in this instance but they've they've taken the decisions that they have and i i would argue that perhaps we're seeing signals already in the impact on um pregnancy um, there's, yes. There's a. Well, you just have to look at the population statistics, and so the. And how do they do this? Well, again, it's sort of you, you take an historical average, and you. Um. You track a, or you project a slope for it that would sort of give you an indicator of a population decline, I guess, or growth, depending on the. Right. Um, country, etc. All, it's all different, but there were certain countries that you could argue were already precariously teetering—not teetering, but already where the population pyramid was skewed, such you had um, way too many old people, etc., and not enough young people to sort yeah, of yeah. keep keep mm. a
2: Correct. Not to point out any one particular country, but Japan is we know one is that that they've kind of gone over the edge as far as they're not re, they're not repopulating themselves fast enough.
0: Yep, yeah And that's one of the first countries that sort of has come out and has um, their data shows that their decline, as you would project over sort of you know, so essentially they were expecting to hit this number of live births. In in approximately sort of twenty thirty, and now suddenly that that's been accelerated, and that number has now appeared. We've seen the same in Korea, Singapore, Australia, and Scotland. We're seeing um, signals as well. And again, it's you know it's not my um, not my cup of tea to be trawling through, you know. I don't know what the U S equivalent would be, but the UK equivalent is office of national statistics. Just looking at live births and deaths and the metrics for the, it's not
2: something I dig through either. (laughs) No, it's just, but, but, but it does tie in with all this and that's what's so scary. This goes so far. Mm. It's not like just a handful of people that, that have inflammation in the brain or, Mm. or their heart is enlarged. It's, it's, it's on and on and on. Mm. This is, this is not one thing it just keeps going
0: yeah and you know the disturbing fact is that you know the evidence points to malfeasance and i would i would say you know what's the saying like once is an accident twice is coincidence three times is enemy action we blew past that metric a long time ago (laughs) right
2: god did we
3: yeah Yeah,
0: and
2: that and, and I'll tell you, one of the reasons I did not get vaccinated was for one, only one reason. When it rolled out, I looked at my doctor and I said, doc, you know me? No, so I went to school. You know where I went to school? I said, you've known me for a long time now. I said, they rushed this through too fast for even a regular vaccine. Mm. Yeah, I said, I've been where they make vaccines. This is not how this is working. This, now this is done. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, I said. I said. I don't even know what technology they're using because this was early, early on. When we we're talking about it. I said. I've heard a little bit about it. I don't that know that much about it, but I'm not taking it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know the my very early on, I was just like I was. I would be urging caution to people. Um, oh yeah. And. I was like, the best thing to do is wait, right? If they're if they're doing this, maybe maybe it work. It works great, right? You never know,
2: right? Exactly. Uh, that's what I told him. I said, "Hey, this thing made me absolutely excellent, but I've seen where you think a vaccine's going to work, and your data comes back, and you hadn't made a dent in the viral thing you're trying to
0: stop." Mm, mm, yeah, and that's that's where we are right now, and you know. The, the issue we have right now is that there are many who look they they would have refused under normal circumstances but the situation was such that you know they'll say oh it wasn't it weren't wasn't like you were strapped in <laughs> a, a gurney and they stuck you with a thing but they psychologically did that by saying yeah. you, you, you we're gonna essentially mandate it as a workplace um response and
2: oh and that's the best way to get you in the pocketbook
0: yes yeah very yep. much and yep this absolutely ridiculous this brings us into this territory of um you were in the military right what did what did you do
2: i was i was a grunt in the military i I repaired artillery pieces okay
0: right that's i love grunts (laughs) there's um it's uh it's it's these people that i want to coalesce around and because
2: i I, I wanted to be a tanker i want to be a tank driver but uncle sam thought i was pretty good with my hands
0: okay Uh, well they let you repair tanks right
2: no, no more no. artillery. I did repair a few tanks, but, okay. but mine was more artillery pieces.
0: Yeah, so I what this is why I was like talking to Armchair Lord because I don't what 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 goes wrong on an artillery piece. <laughs> there doesn't <laughs> seem that many moving parts to me. <laughs> the hydraulics, no, maybe but
2: they can Well, they can fall apart, that's for sure,
0: right? Yes, yeah.
2: but uh, <laughs> yeah, that, but yeah all the all the stuff and 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 armchair warlord's a great friend of mine and and it's funny because when we first met he's like so you're in the army yeah he said what'd you do i said i fixed pieces that you got blown up
0: okay (laughs) (laughs) and yeah it's just one of those well you know i don't want to maybe we'll talk about this in in a in a later part but you know the it's crazy to me how you know this in this modern warfare paradigm that artillery is still this uh, well especially in ukraine it's been critical to the fight and you know my understanding is just that military doctrine thought they'd sort of solved a lot of these issues and they haven't and so these you know i, mean, I don't know what's what's the historical sort of Modern artillery piece. I mean, cannons. I guess right. The, right, the real, old cannons. Kind
2: of. Yeah. We thought we'd move past that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: But but what we're finding out is that Russia had the right plan all along.
0: Hmm. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: Um. So you can't get your in fact, planes in the air because of um just sophisticated air defenses. Then. Eggs. Exactly. Mm.
2: And if you can't cover artillery by dropping heavy bombs, mm. you gotta fight it with artillery. <laughs> yeah. So and, and what Russia did, we, we, we went a different direction. I'm not near as qualified as uh as Armchair Warlord, but I do understand this. I've been out on the field a few times, mm. is that we went sophisticated we're gonna stand off a long ways, we're gonna bomb you, we're gonna missile you, we're going to shoot you with long range rockets. Mm. Well, that's fine and dandy, but long range rockets can't cover a vast area, as in, as in, right, they can hit a specific spot, and they can take out a certain thing very well, they can fly through a window of a building and take it out. Mm. Mm. But, when your men are stretched out 50 per kilometer, mm. you're only gonna hit one or two men. You have to have a lot of missiles to do that. Well, artillery is awesome at doing this. Mm. But artillery in in concentration, you can cover three square kilometers easily.
0: <laughs> Fuck that noise! <laughs> I don't want to be under that.
2: <laughs> but but you see where I'm going at. Mm. We we thought well we're we're going to be sophisticated. We're going to have the and don't get me wrong, our our systems, our kits as we call them, are awesome. They do a great job at what they do. Mm. But when you get into a full-scale, heavy, dense fight, they're not what they're made out to be. Mm. And Russia understood that. and They understood it well.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Well, I, I, I don't know. I sort of see drones changing the dynamics. Oh, no, and...
2: no. The, we, are going, we are going in the way. And that's where... That's where I think Russia has really shined. Because at first of the war, you didn't see any drones hardly at all. Mm. Just straight up tanks and artillery. Roll in, shoot, blow mm. things up. Mm. Then, then as the dynamics of the war changed, and Ukraine was already using drones because they had NATO stuff, mm. Russia said, well, we've got to kick in our drones. They already had some drones, contrary to what people thought. Came from Iran, blah. They did get some from Iran, but... Mm. Russia's a superpower. They can build drones, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they start showing up with these drones, and they combine what we call a combined effort of overlapping their artillery with their drones, with electronic warfare. Mm -hmm. They have just shown an unbelievable amount of competence of how to use this together. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like, Honestly, I hate to say it this way. Not saying that NATO is incompetent, but it's almost like they didn't think it all the way through. It's right. like they missed a couple of pieces.
0: Well, it's it's the case of well, in my mind, it's the case of you can have all the theory, and especially if you go sort of tech dominant like we like the West did, um, unless unless it's being fully battle-tested. And the problem is that exercises don't do that, right? And simulations can't right. really... Um... Right.
2: And, and I'll give you another thing that is a problem. And I've heard any, even generals say this. Okay. When we won the Iraq War in 91, and then again in the 2000s, we were never tested. Mm. Yeah, Iraq had no amount of firepower like Russia and we got we got over overconfident. Mm. we got this is the way we should fight again but every war and every battle is different yeah and um and so we weren't even tested in a full amount to where we needed every piece where it needed to be Mm. we just go in and 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 indiscriminately just bomb the crap out of them because their defense didn't even exist. You can't do that with Russia.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's it's such a dangerous game that look the people didn't vote for any, right. any particular
2: oh, oh no. But see, I think this is kind of tied in. I hate to say this, but going back to the to the covid and, and, and the vaccine. We weren't asked about that either.
0: Mm. No, no, especially the biowarfare programs and them. Right,
2: that's what I'm getting at. They, mm. and, and now we're in a war. Most people, I've been to Ukraine, actually. Oh, okay. Most people in the United States. What'd you go there for, dude? Is it actually because of my dad? Oh, uh, you're you from there
3: originally?
2: Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Um, my dad's job took us all over the planet. It's pretty cool. But anyway, okay. what I'm getting at is that is that most people when this war started in February, they couldn't tell you where Ukraine was. Mm. In the United States, I'm talking about most, we're talking about 80, 90%, didn't mm. even know what Ukraine, where Ukraine was. Mm. And we got drawn into a war where people were waving Ukraine flags and beating the drums of war and send mm. money and send this. They didn't even realize what they were supporting or what they were doing.
3: Mm. Yep. Yep.
2: It's just like, here are here, the shots good for you.
0: Yep. And, you know, there's, what I was going to get to before we <laughs> made the tangent yeah, but... into, into Ukraine was that, um, you know, from a 30,000 foot perspective, right, what, mm-hmm. what, what it looks like we're dealing with is um, warfare or uh, the the conflict initiated by biowarfare. And in biowarfare, there's this, um, how should we say, operational principle that if you want maximum impact mm-hmm. in, in when you're using those types of weapons i guess um what they what they had come to understand was that viruses by themselves are of limited efficacy particularly if someone's right. um fit and healthy right just, it's fit you know, and healthy
3: most you know, and,
2: and something i'd like to point out too i've heard some st- stupid stupid conspiracy theories that viruses don't even exist.
0: Oh god, yeah, that that one just drives okay, me. Okay.
2: But, but but besides that, I've even told people so we understand a viral load. We we can explain to you that a viral load, you have to have a certain amount of virus to be able to infect a person. And if they're healthy, it takes even more.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so the, <laughs> the the way to get around that is you use uh, a binary component, and right. in in this instance, that binary component is the uh, the shot, and right. yeah. they they have people line up all over the, <laughs> all over the planet for the for the binary the, the second.
2: It, I've heard stats. Do you know about how many people worldwide have taken it? Is it around isn't is it around two billion or so at this point?
0: I, I I would wager it's probably a bit higher than that, but the yeah. number of shots doled out, the last number I saw was floating around 7 billion. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think we're reaping the what we've sown. And oh, yeah. the simple or, or the disturbing fact is that the West being led by the nose by the US in this instance. Not just the US. Right. But the, yeah, US, but, the uh, UK as well. You're... Um they they invested a lot into Ukraine for this I, I call it sort of like next generation biological warfare where the the aim is to um you want to incapacitate, right? Because I like to think that some of the rules that we had in place are the they're still we're still sort of kind of operating by those, and in and so what what they could say if you know let, let's make this a hypothetical so we lose the uh, war and Russia or whatever the equivalent would be Axis powers, say for example. Oh. They they get their um trials that they've been asking for. And the Russians have already been asking for those trials. Right. Um because they've they've took straight out come and made the accusations that we were engaged in um de facto biological warfare. Right. And um the problem is is that we can't defend against that position on a legal sense because it's exactly what we've been doing uh-huh. and I try to explain to people you have to you have to think of the how they would deploy these um weapons and so why why would you put your labs into Ukraine for example well you know, the simple fact is is that it does border the Soviet Union there's a bunch of endemic diseases there which are of military significance and the idea i I, like say i can't this is just a hypothesis on my part i can't point to specific bit of doctrine or that i think this is what they were trying to do which is you go in and you're sampling continuously from uh, geographic area, and you want to build a picture of the biome and virome, right? right? Such that when it comes time that we would have to deploy forces that you can use, essentially, essentially it's stealth bio warfare. So right. that they've got the disease agents at hand, they're tracking the changes, like the mutational changes that occur naturally and they could make manipulations to that so that, they, so that it looks less obvious that a biological agent has been deployed, because right. that would class as a WMD attack, oh, basically. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, you're developing the countermeasure that you would give to your side to mitigate the, um, the operational Impact that it would have for your forces having to operate in that in that area, right? And we were for sure engaged in that activity.
2: Oh, no doubt, Mm. no doubt. And Mm. in fact, my my. And this is hypothetical. I'm not. I'm not sure all about the Wuhan stuff. Mm. And here's the reason why I say that. And then this is like a hypothetical. We're going out there. I stick with Ukraine. Because one of the first places that we know it hit very very hard was Italy. Mm. Yes, you remember the very first. You know, they said the the story was that it was Chinese that came over to Italy mm. that brought it with them. Could be, not saying it didn't, mm. but it's awful close vector to Ukraine.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um... And my my thinking on why they were in Ukraine as much as extract to Russia is that they circumvented basically every one of the biological protocols that the US has inside the states. They can mm. do willy-nilly whatever they want to in Ukraine.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure. And, yeah, that's um, it's kind of well the, the other one is Georgia, right, which is very, very close to Iran. Right. And both Italy and Iran took a walloping very early on. Yes. Especially yes. Iran. And that that looked very, very suspect because it hit um it hit the Iranian leadership hard. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, in, in that particular framework you have to ask well who 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 would want that who would be driving for that um battlefield result well we we know who right it's right yeah exactly (laughs) yeah no kidding and um you know this this falls into um some of the molecular biology which i'm i talk about a lot that people who want to talk about medical freedom, etc., and all, all this very often do not want to make the next logical step, which is into this biowarfare paradigm. And, exactly. Um, there were very early on, there was a, a number of signatures in the molecular biology, which pointed at um, a potential race based component. And I've
2: heard this, mm. I've actually seen some papers on this. Yes.
0: Yeah. And what, what they found was that the most or the earliest strains, um, so the, the order was essentially Southern European, I guess. So excluding sort of Scandinavian were sort of highest risk. And then the lower the lower risks, and this is this is where you know the data is a little um, fuzzy, and it, you know you've got to be careful about making sweeping generalizations. But mm-hmm. the there's a particular polymorphism that imbued most protection, and in this particular instance, it was Ashkenazi Jews. And, oh wow! Yeah, and you know they're. Um, so there's a, a few things to sort of explore in that space, which is yeah, um, the the emergence of Omicron, which was considered to be the because the, the the agents attenuating, right? It, right. It, mm-hmm. it, it tends to. I, I always forget the name of the principle, but in virology, there's a this this principle that it will tend towards transmissibility rather than lethality lethality right. right and in in this particular set of variables what they found was maximal protection with uh, the earliest strain and when omicron came around it was flipped so the ashkenazi were most susceptible to this um that that particular strain and you know in in the data is very clear that um if you if you can survive natural infection tends to be um the best avenue that you want to go because it's as broader immune response as possible that includes adaptive and innate immunity right and so the phenomenon of seeing that particular genetic signature in the initial strain, the inverse with respect to the mildest strain circulating. And I'm not saying um, we shouldn't be, how should we say, um, on our toes with respect to long-term incidences, but right. you know that that inverse being there is highly suspect. And the areas around which the Impacts were being felt. I say Iran. Who who wants to constrain the Iranians? Well Right. You know. <laughs> and, I'll
2: tell you something. I noticed it was very very suspect and very interesting. And I'm saying that this was this part was ever planned of it. But Omicron came out about the time a lot of states in the United States was already starting to relax their stay-at-home policies and stuff. Mm. And it let it spread through this, where I live in this area, Omicron, just blew through here like a mm. tornado in, in the Midwest.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um,
2: because my state had already completely opened back
0: up. Yeah.
2: Um, it seemed very sus. I was like, how did this time out this well?
0: Yeah, yeah. And like I say, this
2: was... And it can. I mean, there's always that that underlying, that outlying thing that say it's just coincidence. But in warfare, as we've been talking about in biological warfare, almost everything is suspect.
0: Yes. Yes, very much so. And the uh, the, the question is, what happens next in my mind? And I'm not sure how that looks. I really don't. Um, the, you know. I'm a I'm a product basically of the Second World War. I, I was just right. um, I, I'm from the UK because the UK captured my grandfather in the war yeah. in Africa, and um, I don't know. You know, I, and he he did, he couldn't speak English very well at all, right. and the you know just what he did try to. In part, to me, was just how terrible that whole situation was. Right, and, and I, he was just uh, peasant stock, right? Couldn't even uh-huh. read or write back uh-huh. then, and so you know they were. Th- that was literal cannon fodder, um, right? Pushed out um, to the to the front lines in El Alamein, and
2: so in your in your opinion. Cause I have mine on this one too. Mm. You think dealing with this that we've seen and how they've pushed this out, all the points of data that I've seen, and you've looked at way more than I have Mm. by far, you think our darkest days of of this is still ahead of us? I think so. It's not behind, it's not behind us at all. Some people are like, yo, it's all over with. So I, that's me too. I think, I think we're headed into a bad, bad place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very much so. And the problem is that we, we don't know what they've really, really got under the, you know, behind the facade of, you know, there's public science, right? And, right. Oh, yeah. And then there's quote-unquote weapons, military um, research and science and what might have been trying you know it's it's this the chinese doctrine of um quiet weapons for silent wars right and i think i think that's what we initially i I think that's what we've been through right now is the the silent weapon component right Mm -hmm. um but the I, i don't think the actors are how we would perceive them to be in, in the traditional sense, right, of yeah. nation-state versus nation-state. I think there's operational levels above that. And uh-huh. I don't know. I've got a rough idea what it <laughs> and who they are. But um, right. I, don't, I don't think we'll no, – I'm not sure how close we can get to them. Because the, the, as I see it, it's it's like the fight started right now. And so you're you're in it. And you got to get through it, and then, um, you know, if uh, I don't know, I'm just, I'm just sort of thinking of more smaller versions. So, say you get into a fight with an individual, right, one person, and wow. I, I don't know, you find out that that person came to pick that fight with you because someone had a perceived grievance against you right well it's not a case of just having to beat the the, (laughs) you've got to go go up the ladder yeah 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 and this this is i think what we're gonna have to deal with over the coming years and um it's why i'm it's why i make such a such a Point of trying to say to people, you—it's you've got to get through this, however possible. And I would—I'm I, working under the um, assumption that the United States traditionally has been a sort of bulwark against this tyrannical force. I guess that's my oh. thinking about it. And they—they've got to break the U.S. and how do you do that well you well you deploy something like sars that takes a big chunk out of the um systems and you know it's it's insane that there was a order put out that all the u.s military was subject to the shop right yes Mm-hmm. and this is, I don't know if you've ever seen streams I've done with Charles Rixey. Uh, he's the marine uh, chemical biological warfare expert.
2: Oh, I must have missed him. I need to watch that.
0: Mm, yeah, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Yeah. He's hes really, he's really, yeah, he's a warrior man, and mm-hmm. he, he he knows what's happened, and, right. you know, the fact that you know, it, it, he can't compute that there was this decision, operational decision to vaccinate all the military. And that looks, again, it looks suspicious. Who has the power to do that? Right. right? And <laughs> where
3: was, where, where was like, the... like
2: you said, like, well, like I said earlier in this kind of thing we're dealing with, there almost are no, uh, uh, how should I say this? Uh, um, Oh, the word escapes me. But, but basically, it's not just, let say it this way, shit happens. It was done on purpose.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, very much so. And the... I wish I... Like a, so much of my energy and time went into trying to warn people about the initial... Assault basically, right. and which was, and I, I I ran into this very very early, which was the um, the censorship where Whoa. I was I was trying to tell people, and I was I was trying to be very professional Lost about.
2: Lost the Facebook page to that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know I I had way way more um, pushback than just Facebook, for example.
2: Oh well, yo, I'm sure you did. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm a little bitty guy here, and they, they, they stomp me like a no, butt. no shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> they and so I I sort of so immediately I'm I'm very suspicious of, as to well the thing is I had an early run in with SARS right so it was I was in South Korea in the December end of November December, and I I got deathly ill and because I've Worked clinically. I've seen most things and I've experienced my things, right? flus, paro right. f- norovirus, whatever. Right. I've had it. <laughs> and yeah. um, there was, a, there was a order of magnitude more seriousness with respect to this illness. Now you could, th- there are a number of issues there, right. which is I'm getting older. I had a number of comorbidities, particularly the, um, the head injury and the um but what f- leapt out to me in this febrile state so, so just when you're at the peak of the infection as it were was that i was gone mentally i was hallucinating i didn't know where i was and so i'm uh-huh. i'm like oh this is this has a neurological component that people need to be aware of and i was and the and at, at around that time suddenly everyone starts pointing at the Wuhan Institute of virology, right so uh-huh. the effect happens in Wuhan or, or the it comes to the public's attention uh-huh. in Wuhan right and this is where they right. they start going um pointing at Wuhan Institute of virology, but you know peop- people who have dedicated their resources and time. To this, um, it, we can find the fingerprints of earlier, earlier emergence, and that sort of points to September, October. At the same time, in the U.S., you had the um, vaping illness. Right? Can, can you remember yeah, that? I can remember that, dude. Yeah. 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 And essentially, symptomatically. It's very, very difficult to distinguish between the two, and the the x rays c. t. scans of the chest look very similar right. huh um and well, we don't know we we would just be speculating at this yeah. point, but um, and
2: we probably never will though they tried mm-hmm. to cover this well, mm-hmm. they tried to cover this up big time, yep,
0: yeah. and the I don't know. I, I I don't know if they were deliberately heading in this direction again. You know, I I don't think everything stops at the WEF store. I use it as a sort of mental placeholder for people. You have to right. think, think about the archetype of that type of organization. But <laughs> a few more rungs up the lad, uh, ladder such that it's difficult to know who those who those people could be. Right. And well, in and, and this particular instance, that you then get into the um, what's the motivation for the war, etc. War is just politics, but uh, through another means, and yada yada yada. Um, who, who would push in that particular direction, and again. You know you've got to go back to the molecular biology again where the the emergence of where it started right, and the um signals or, or signals data points that would point to those that would try to or, or want to shape and control the planet yes. and
2: well that's something that i've I've noticed outside my realm of chemistry or anything else but it does seem like this was very controlled they have a direction they're going maybe it's not maybe maybe it got out of hand a little bit more than they wanted it to or maybe it but it seems like they have a direction we may never know what that really was but one thing we do know they don't care if it kills a bunch of people
0: mm. yeah more the better as Whether well
2: that's on purpose uh, well I, yeah i agree i mean conspirators say mm. they did it on purpose to kill a whole bunch of people Mm. but it you know one way or the other, they don't care if it does mm.
0: yeah, yeah, because they're insulated, essentially right. you know we're they're not subject to the environmental pressures that we are, right. and they they could you know i I get asked this a lot, so if they used bio warfare, well then they how did they prevent it themselves, well you know things like Omicron would be one way. And then there's also a bunch of therapeutic interventions that you could potentially make. And so I don't know if you can... Well, cast your mind back sort of three years and people would talk about hydroxychloroquine, uh, Uh. ivermectin. Ivermectin. Uh, Yeah. And the... You have to ask why... Because th- th- there was already data that, particularly hydroxychloroquine, in for quote unquote coronaviruses, was effective. Right, right. and this mm-hmm. was publicly available information. Yeah, I was
2: going to say I knew that a while back. Yeah, this,
0: yeah, and and the well, the the push seems to have been to get people into the vaccine, right. Mm-hmm.
2: exactly this
0: and so they they couldn't have therapies around that could be shown to be efficacious prior to the emergency use authorization of what is de facto gene therapy and well um it's such a dark pill
2: (laughs) flag oh yeah in fact, I think we're probably going to have to wrap it up here, <laughs> here in a minute. It's been here a while, mm. but yeah, we could do this again and, yeah, and We can talk some other stuff. Mm. I, mean, I think we got some. Like I said, I think we got some darker days ahead. I, I, I think. So. I think what you were saying earlier is that you put a lot of effort into trying to warning people. that Now we're past that point. Now we got to try to help people get past it.
0: Yep. Yeah, and just just get ready for what's coming next. And <sighs> you know, a lot of a lot of this is about. Um not essentially it's it's I'd I look at it this way as a sort of overarching heuristic, which is um it's that this is a consequence in effect of corporations. Or corporations are being used to do everything. And so in, 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 I, at a metaphysical level, right, there are sort of rules and regulations in place that you you know you can't force someone to do something in that space unless they agree to it. And so, right. you know, they, they'll they'll do any and all manner of trickery and chicanery. And, you know, they'll, and this, this is why I say to people, you've got to understand the difference between laws, statutes, acts, oh, et cetera. God. And they're going to try and trick or, or, or get out of you, agreement to be under their sort of contractual agreements and obligations.
2: Yes, and very funny to say it that way because, well, not funny, it's actually scary, is that it's almost like the vampire. He yes. has to be welcomed into the house. You yes. have to let him into the house.
0: Yeah, very Very. And he'll much trick
2: so. you in every way, but all you have to do is let him in. And yeah. It's you're done for
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he but he can't cross the threshold of your well, home, right? And so, yeah, that's that's it's. I need to be using that metaphor a lot more with what we're doing. Because that's, really
2: that's really what it was. Because that's really what it was. They used every. They'd say we have an act, we mm. have a statute. It was never a law, really. That I ever saw any laws, right? Because they couldn't force you. Right. A, a vampire can't grab you and throw you into the house and cross the threshold. Yeah. You got to be invited.
0: Yeah, yeah, very much. And <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably a good place to sort of wrap, wrap yeah. it up. Because yeah, pe- people should sort of cogitate on that and what it what it means going forward. Because the thing is that they, they they will restrict your access to stuff that comes from the corporate world yes which is which will, will be an i you know the example i give is the holodomor but it'll be a global holodomor and uh, yes it's probably involve famine of food but oh, i think
2: they're talking about putting this stuff in the food I didn't mm-hmm. want to just add another stuff so here we go but anyway we might talk about that later as well
0: mm yeah and the other the other thing is well, I, I make point of trying to hammer home that the Bolshevism of the 21st century will be implemented through the medical system. Right. And that's what they're trying to uh, achieve right now. And so they'll limit your access to the, I, I don't know, the pharmaceuticals that you need to maintain a quality of life. And look, if you suffer from epilepsy, you need... You need to get that under control you know it can it right. can kill you right and there's there are simple ways of ameliorating that at a at a pharmaceutical level, but if you can't get access to that then they'll they'll make you sign and and make sure that you can get the uh that they can get their foot in the door as it were and yeah that's that's what people have to expect
1: mhm um,
0: it is what it is well, chas uh, pleasure speaking with you i'm sorry it just uh took so long to um
2: oh man i wish i wish we could have earlier but things things didn't work out and mm-hmm. next time i'll have me a cam i'm sorry for no video everybody
0: Yeah, and like i say uh, i would just say uh like i said um, the reason i sit here every day is to do this type of stuff which is to answer questions for people and you know if you want to come on and um ask questions directly um just dm me and i, I I'll, I'll i'll make the effort to bring you on and oh that'd uh, be awesome and, and um so yeah if you've got friends if your friend wants to um ask questions but he's, he's more oh he might
2: more. he might would like to because mm. it, it's been bothering him for a
0: long time yeah uh, and like I say, i'm not i'm not sure <laughs> there are easy answers here um right. it may maybe just be a case of you know like i said at the beginning you've, you you're just gonna have to sort of um, it's acceptance almost that you're on this particular pathway, but you know, you want to make the journey as smooth as possible, basically, right? Exactly, that's, exactly. That's it. So, chance thank you. Well, and uh, the uh, Zoom,
2: it's been great being here, and I really enjoyed it.
0: Mm, yes, um, I did too. And I look for I've lost my I've lost Zoom though. Where's it gone? I can think. <laughs> I can't hang up the call, so you're stuck for the moment, bro. <laughs> Where is it. Yeah. Why is it shrank so much? That's odd. Exit minimise video. All right. It's just minimised down to like a little mm-hmm. <laughs> one centimetre by one centimetre square. All right. um, I look forward to speaking to you soon. And um, yeah, you have a pleasant rest of your evening.
2: You too, man. You too.
0: Thank yeah. you. Bye-bye. Alright folks, there you go. Um doing the doing the Lord's work, I hope. And uh what I will do now is check the chat and goddamn, it doesn't keep a history now anymore of my chat. It's ridiculous. So if there were questions, well what's on the screen right here? Um no. Uh, Simon in the chat says, eating mainly essential fatty acids, EPA, DHE, got flaxseed, and a bunch of gut biome, building things. Um, Alright, so it sounds like Simon's still suffering somewhat. Okay, Phoenix says, the reality portrayed in Tom Clancy's The Division is around the corner. Well, sounds like I'm going to have to read that one. Kevin <laughs> says, there used to be a culture of America seemed to save the day for the world. The dark side was always there of the CIA Kennedy assassination and scores of military interventions for almost three generations. Yeah. And you know, how much of that comes down to Well, again, this same group. <laughs> we just call them the K two six Rs, the Federal Reserve, all of this, right? They're they're always out there. And it was
3: the world might have been a better place. If the U.S. had maintained an isolationist policy. More than likely. Fez says, the easiest way to destroy
0: the U.S.A. is take liberalism to the extreme by questioning everything and being amplified by the dark arts of ancient times. But if we can shake these false shackles. Yes, I agree. And look, man, I saw a link. I don't know if I can find it. It's it's downstairs on the piece i didn't uh, i was in a rush to get up here but apparently the un has put forward a bill to decriminalize essentially pedophilia again i don't it it, i haven't i just saw the headline if someone's got the link please send it to me right now and i'll i'll bring it up but these motherfuckers, man. It's why that. It's why they're trying to break family units. It's why they're trying to go for you know who,
3: who engages in genital mutilation, huh? And who has a predilection for diddling kids? Right, <laughs> <Those> Sabbateans! <laughs> All right. Um. Uh. I don't know who
0: Sahan Sahan is. An innocent man, but. Okay. Fess says we can grow, produce, invent, coordinate, distribute everything we need to survive and thrive. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, just... I can... I can
3: forego most things, right? But... The issue is, it's just, you know... Medications and shit like that. Like like my wife
0: has... um, Pemphigoid. And that that used to kill people
3: not so long ago till they discovered um things like uh, dexamethasone. I could
0: but I could probably work through the uh here's the link. oh God now i'm
3: gonna, I'm gonna fly off the fucking handle. Let me spring this up. I's that in the discord.
4: Right. come on, behave. Come here, come here, come
3: here. New legal principles launched on International Women's Day to advance decriminalization efforts. It was a fucking mistake to give women the fucking vote. The International Committee of Jurists, along with UN AIDS, <laughs> I had to
0: have AIDS in there. Fuck me. And the Office of the High Commissioner for Human Rights officially launched a new set of expert jurist legal principles to guide the application of international human rights law to criminal law. The 8 March principles, as they are called, lay out a human rights based approach to laws criminalizing conduct in relation to sex, drug use, HIV, sexual and reproductive health, homelessness, and poverty. Woof, woof, Motherfuckers. In Ciderman, law and policy director at ICJ, said criminal law is among the harshest of tools at the disposal of the state to exert control over individuals, such as it ought to be a measure of last resort. However, globally, there's been a growing tend towards over Yeah, well, this...
3: Again, this is where you know, like private prisons have become a you know once you, once you start again enriching people through
0: the corporate <laughs> systems, such that um,
3: yeah, over over criminalisation. This is uh, true, and hmm. We must acknowledge that these laws not only violate human rights, but the fundamental principles of criminal law themselves, he said.
0: For Edwin Cameron, former South Africa Justice of the Constitutional Court and current inspecting judge for the South African Correctional Services, the principles are of immediate pertinence and use for judges, legislators, policymakers, civil society and academics. The 8 March principles provide a clear, accessible and practical legal framework based on international criminal law and international human rights law, he said principles are the outcome of a 2018 workshop organized by un aids ohchr along with the icj to discuss the roles of jurists in addressing the harmful human rights impact of criminal laws The meeting resulted in a call for a set of jurist principles to assist the courts legislators advocates and prosecutors to address detrimental human rights impact of such laws principles developed over five years are based on feedback and reviews from a range of experts And stakeholders, fuck that word. I hate stakeholders.
3: Uh, Let's see, Fez says, The white shoe boys think they can unleash the Neo Black plague and suffer no ill effects
0: by hiding out in their kiddie laden lairs. We will see. Yeah, let's fucking see let's fucking see because i will call out the fucking rubble of my own fucking house and i will track those cunts down and i will fucking choke them out my fucking self (laughs) (sighs) they were finalized in 2022 initially the principles focused on the impact criminal laws prescribing sexual and reproductive health and rights consensual sexual activity what the fuck does that mean Consensual sexual activity. Now look, right? If you are, if you're an advocate for Islamic law, Sharia law, and
3: um, the girl is of age and ready, then
0: I don't know. Then in an Islamic context, maybe, maybe, just fucking maybe. But even then, I'm fine. I don't know, man.
3: I don't like where that goes. Gender identity. Gender expression. HIV non-disclosure. What?
0: (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Exposure and transmission. Drug use and possession of drugs for personal use. Yeah. Well you know again i'm i'm sort of of the opinion that if it if it grows and <laughs> you can god put it on this planet then uh you you should be able to i don't know it's a medicine in that sense but um uh, <laughs> what well, we're supposed to allow the fentanyl pushers just to
3: f- walk around predating on kids what the fuck <laughs> Maybe it should just be synthetic drugs need to be
0: criminalised. And I don't know, then a few of the psychedelics
3: fall in that domain. Synthetic opioids need to be prescribed or criminalised for sure. later based on the inputs of civil society and other stakeholders criminalization
0: linked to homelessness and poverty were also included oh right so we just allow fucking vagrants to do what the fuck they want right right <laughs> what about what about my right to lay a fucking beating on one of them should i find
3: them uh, stealing shit from my fucking house Continued overuse of criminal law by governments and in some cases arbitrary and discriminatory criminal laws have led to a number of human rights
0: violations. They also perpetuate stigma, harmful gender stereotypes and discrimination based on such grounds as gender or sexual orientation. Yeah, this is where these fuckers want to go because they are such deviant little cunts at the top. Right, that they want to be able to satiate their appetites. They want to bring it out to the other, Oh, God, yeah, we were diddling your kids all along. Fuck these
3: gaffers! In 2023, 20 countries criminalise or otherwise prosecute transgender people. Based.
0: 67 countries still criminalise same-sexual activity. Based. 115 report criminalising drug use. Well, that's a complex discussion, but... um, (laughs) Look, you can... If it keeps countries operating like japan um maybe maybe you want to keep those uh, a lot of those restrictions in place more than 130 criminalized hiv exposure yeah you're not allowed to just go round spreading your stds like that when you know you're fucking infected what a f- that's fucking assault
3: Apparently diddlers at Twitch don't like criticism. (laughs) Uh, What's my best take on why mRNA shot
0: hasn't been immediately taken off the market and criminal trials begin? Because I think that's where they're going for the future of medicine. The simple fact is that um, pharmacy as we know it, like the search for small active molecules, has reached the limit. They've they're. They've run out and drawn up the libraries, even in computational space, and run all that out such that there's very few permutations left. And so the new medicine is gonna be one of finding what they think that they have they have things sort of screwed up where they think that the genomics is the sort of fundamental driver of biology and it's more complex than that you and this
3: this way you have to get into field constructs field physics biology um but they think that by going in and
0: altering the protein expression that's the future and maybe look i'm not averse to the technology per se it's it's the forced mandating of it and the thing is they they got what they wanted they got what they wanted and now here's their here's their fucking
3: framework and they want to normalize kiddie fucking diddling cunts I would, uh... <laughs> you children, man. Touch my kids.
0: I will. I'll just come for you. It would just be... <laughs> I would be fucking relentless and violent.
3: And here, they, here they're trying to put in guardrails for these motherfuckers. We need to be winding this shit back.
0: Right, because the thing is it's just it gets wrapped up in ideology and again it's it's aimed at kids. I had a really disturbing turn of phrase the other day
3: where they talk about having your egg cracked. Saw a video which looked like a Ramadan
0: celebration at Wembley Stadium. Oh yeah, they do that shit, man. <laughs> Let the fucking muzzies have the UK. <laughs> they didn't fight British people didn't fight for it well no they did but they just got fucking squashed
3: because they still believed in the the old frameworks that we had in place dads are gonna have to ditch
0: the soy grow a pair and deal with the diddlers yeah fucking right man (laughs) <laughs> Look, I don't know, like teenagers, right? If you're like 17, 18, and you end up like with a 14-year-old, you know, that's kind of grey territory. But
3: anything prepubescent, anything fucking where you're outside your teenage
0: years, like, with the law that they tried to do in fucking California? That shit needs burning. Burn it to the fucking ground, man.
3: Over 150 countries criminalized some aspect of sex work. Good! Good! Get those fucking harlots! Get them in the... F- get back in the fucking red light districts! What the fuck, man? The world of HIV, the abuse and misuse
0: of criminal laws only affects the rights to health, but a multitude of rights, including to be free from discrimination. No, you know what? You want some fucking discrimination sometimes! Thank God, give you a sense of what to discriminate against. There are some things, you know, just ain't that kind of helpful. I and mean, lead to. Uh Sodomy always leads to uh, sickness and uh, civilizational
3: collapse. We learnt this a long, long fucking time ago. Uh, There was a lot of important microbiologists that met an untimely demise in the last 20 years or
0: so. Is this just random odds or no too much to be in the way? Yeah, no too much to be in the way. Uh... UNAIDS. What the fuck is UNAIDS? United Nations acquired
3: immunity deficiency syndrome. Is that really what it stands for?
4: When,
0: when it was very fucking likely that AIDS came out of a fucking laboratory, these cunts.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah, it's literally just UN 8 <laughs> <laughs> Fuck these assholes! <laughs> wow, wow, man, I, I, am uh, I'm kind of got
4: smacked at the moment.
3: UNAIDS Deputy Executive Director for Policy, Advocacy and Knowledge Branch, Christine Steglin
0: said, "I welcome the fact that these oh, I welcome the fact that these principles are being launched on International Women's Day in recognition of the detrimental effects criminal law can and too often does have on women in oh their diversity.: That is a fucking serpent in the grass. OK? now. There's a role for snakes, right? They have an ecological niche. But you know what? If if I see those little venomous pit vipers that we get round here in the garden, I'm going to smash it on the fucking head. (laughs) What the fuck, man?
3: (sighs) Fuck's sake. We will not end AIDS as a public health threat as long as these pernicious. <laughs> oh, right, so just allowing it to be more permissive in the environment, that's really gonna help. Right, right. Also remarking on the significance of IWD, Volker Turk, High Commissioner
0: of Human Rights, said today is an opportunity for all of us to think about power and male-dominated systems. Yeah, you know what? I want some fucking male-dominated systems. Thank you very much.
3: Otherwise, Otherwise it just turns to rainbow flags and fucking sodomy. His remarks ended with, oh, I'm glad you've done this work and we need to use it and we need to use it also in a much more political context when it comes precisely to counter these power dynamics.
4: What? (laughs) What?
3: In conclusion Felista Abdullah, president of a global network of sex work
0: projects based in Kenya, noted when sex work is criminalized, it sends a message that sex workers can be abused. We're human beings, and sex workers are entitled to all human rights. Well, yeah, you, you know what? Well, um, <laughs> yeah, you can, uh, if you want to sell your uh, diseased, festering snatch, um, I guess. You should be, uh, you shouldn't be on the receiving end of a beating. I guess that's still just assault. And I guess you don't want to be part of uh, any sort of like Andrew Tate network. I guess. But man, these fuckers are going overboard trying to. It, it's just fucking degeneracy, folks. That's all.
3: And it's up to you to say no. Up to you to say no. Um, um all right, I'm fucking done. Uh, otherwise I'll
0: flip my lid at this fucking kind of bullshit. I wanna have a day with the the kids. Alright, uh let me just see if there's uh if I can uh, release Saddam or uh Abdul Abdul Ali whatever his name was. Um remember folks, everything today goes to uh help Josui Fromage. Um, I, I, I I'm helping him anyway, but um, he's one of our own. Got to look after our own. All right, so um, let's just see if I can see. Oh yes, uh, more cowbell. Thank you very much. And uh, Well it's two don't know. So uh, we can have a Saddam drip and a chemical alley. Nice. And, of course, my, uh, my all-time favourite.
1: Uh.
0: Right. Have a good weekend, folks. I will be... Maybe I'll take a day off tomorrow and then Tuesday morning, my time. I'm going to be speaking with uh, LTC Stephen, I've got his last
3: name now, I can find it, uh, let's see, Stephen Murray, and
0: um, hopefully Charles will be uh, joining in, uh, Talked to him, getting, uh, getting back to his song over and over again, about how easy it is to fool us over and over again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> Alright, I'm out of here. See you in the next one. <laughs> I can't believe this shit. I can't believe I just read that bullshit. FUCK! Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work.
1: You do not understand how fucking pissed off. After reading that online. line, I would be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Oh! FUCK THESE papers!
0: I will fucking kill each fucking pepper! <laughs> this is not fucking joke anymore! This is fucking dead serious! I am fucking dead serious! These people don't know who the fuck actually saying, Fuck these chapters! No fucking
1: vaccine or MRA or ever touch me my fucking blood, blood! Never! No! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fucking fees and my fucking forefathers and my- these
0: motherfuckers. All of them. R- All right, I, 5, these guys. You Check where
4: we found